Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Friday, December 1st. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Despite a difficult end to the football season, Colorado AD Rick George is bullish on the Buffs moving forward. In addition to on-field improvement over last year, George notes the exposure has been great. People are very interested in us. There's people all over the country that, it's about football, but it's more than football. What head coach Deion Sanders is creating and the development of young men and all of those kinds of things are really important to people. While football is the driver that puts you there, it's all the other things that have been very beneficial. People see that and recognize that and I think it's gonna allow us to have great success in the future. George adds, I feel like we're positioning ourselves for the future and recruiting is coming up and that's gonna be really important for us. I think if you go from last year to this year, where we are, we're significantly better and it's because of Sanders' leadership. That's a fact. USCAD Jen Cohen discusses an array of topics with the Los Angeles Times' Ryan Kartja, including the state of the athletic department when she arrived. Cohen explains that whatever lack of stability was going on within the organization from a leadership standpoint, it didn't necessarily trickle down to every student-athlete. So I think that's positive. I think it's just kind of basic organizational health. Like getting everybody to have clarity about their roles. We've been doing these exercises with our staff about everything from role clarification to clear priorities for the department moving forward and who's going to do what in making tough decisions. Just general leadership. Because the department didn't have a lot of that. Washington, on behalf of the 10 outbound Pac-12 schools, has filed a motion for review with Washington Supreme Court, the Mercury News' John Wilner reports. The deadline for motions to be fully briefed is December 12. Nevada Sportsnet's Chris Murray catches up with San Jose State AD Jeff Konya to discuss the Spartans' department-wide success, which last year included conference titles in baseball and women's soccer, the second bowl berth in three years and the first 20-win basketball season since 1980-81. Konya stating, we still have some historical things that we have to face and account for. We have to use those as learning opportunities for our culture and how we do business. But in terms of our reception and fans and how they're talking about the Spartans, it's a lot more positive. I think success breeds success, and I think there's an energy in the department right now. When you start stacking some of these stories of success and you start seeing the fruits of some facilities coming online and you just see the brand being mentioned more positively. Disney CEO Bob Iger and Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav spoke separately about the challenges facing the sports media industry at the New York Times Dealbook Summit, with Zaslav remarking, I love sports. But the only product that we rent at Warner Brothers Discovery is sports. And when you rent a product, it's always hard. When we do something great with Lord of the Rings, it belongs to us. When we do something great with sports, we get to enjoy it and benefit from that until the deal is up. And when the deal is up, you get new rent. Iger offered a similar perspective, people love sports, and we have an unbelievably unique position in the world of sports. We want to stay in that business. It is a healthy business for us today, and it will continue to be. But like our other businesses, it has relied on a business model that is not as robust as it used to be. The Mercury News' John Wilner also takes a crack at predicting what the Pac-12 will look like in 2033 and, time circuits on, flux capacitor, fluxing, congrats to Utah on its win over Stanford to capture the Pac-14 football championship. How did we get here? 
Days before the House v. NCAA trial, in January 2025, the defendants, the NCAA and what was then known as the Power Five, reached a settlement with landscape-changing repercussions. The schools were forced to pay $3 billion to the House plaintiffs for compensation prior to NIL becoming legalized in 2021. What followed would once have seemed unimaginable but, by the mid-2020s, was considered inevitable, athletic departments across the country were forced to downsize, with Olympic sports taking the biggest hit. Also in the mid-2020s, the NLRB circumvented legal precedent and determined college football and basketball players met the criteria for employment status. The chain of events that followed led to a new wave of realignment in which Stanford and Cal realized life in the ACC was untenable for their athletes in every sport save football. Once the Bay Area schools reset their mission, Duke, Vanderbilt and Northwestern were quick to follow. The creation of regional conferences for Olympic sports gave the academic-oriented schools enough cover to extricate themselves from the football machinery that created the 24-team CFB Super League. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Friday, December 1. We'll see you back here this afternoon.